It's August 1st, 2022. Happy Monday. You're listening to the Happy Market Research Podcast. I'm Jamie Brazil, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about intergenerational views on the job market. This is one of a two-part series on how generations are viewing the job market and what you can do to ensure that you are well-prepared for whatever may come. But before we get into that, a word from our sponsors. The Michigan State University's Master of Science in Marketing Research Program delivers the number one ranked insights and analytics degree in three formats, full-time on campus, full-time online, and part-time online. New for 2022, if you can't commit to their full degree program, simply begin with one of their three course certifications, Insights Design or Insights Analysis. In addition to the certification, all the courses you complete will build towards your graduation. If you're looking to achieve your full potential, check out MSNMU's program at broad.msu.edu slash marketing. Again, broad.msu.edu slash marketing. HubUX is a research operations platform for private panel management, qualitative automation, including video audition questions, and surveys. For a limited time, user seats are free. If you'd like to learn more or create your own account, visit hubux.com. Let's start with a little bit of background. The U.S. job market has enjoyed one of the longest periods of prosperity despite many economic challenges. However, anxiety about job security is on the rise, according to research done by joblist.com. And I'm going to quote, the job market remains relatively stable in Q2, despite growing concerns about the broader health of the economy. Job growth continues to be strong, and the unemployment rate is holding steady at 3.6%, its lowest rate since January 2020. Yet, as consumers and businesses grapple with inflation, rising interest rates, continued supply chain, and COVID-19 disruptions, many worry that a recession is around the corner. Although the job market has proven largely resilient up until this point, the future outlook appears increasingly uncertain, end quote. That was published on July 11th, 2022. Now fast forward two weeks. And on July 28th, 2022, the Bureau of Economic Analysis reported that the economy contracted for the second straight quarter, hitting a widely accepted rule of thumb for you guessed it, a recession. Given these uncertain times, we did at HubUX our own research to understand how generations are viewing the job market and how we can survive it. Today's topic, we will address three primary points. How concerned are generations about being laid off in the next 12 months? What game plan do generations have if they get laid off? And what advice would members of different generations give in order to help you survive a layoff? This podcast will focus on the first point today. We'll address the second and third point next week. So let's talk about the job market outlook. Our survey was conducted using HubUX and included video questions instead of simply text-based open-ins. These video open-ins, along with using Research Defender's screening API, ensure that we were in fact talking to real humans. Now, let's look at the actual differences. Gen Z and millennials are significantly more concerned that they'll be laid off in the next 12 months than Gen X and boomers. That is those of us who are 41 years or older. We asked 300 people, how concerned are you about being laid off in the next 12 months? 
Gen Z and millennials stated that they are two times more concerned than older generations. You can actually see the data in the show notes. We asked our participants a few video questions about their view on the economy, and here is what they said. Also, if you are interested in this data, I am more than happy to share it with you. Just send me an email, jamin at hubux.com, or feel free to DM me on any social platform, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. I'd be happy to chat with you about it. So let's start with our Gen Zers and millennials. We've got two videos that you can see in the show notes or uh, audio that we'll play now. I actually have a pretty negative outlook on the job market and the overall economy within the next 12 months with such high gas prices, resurge in COVID, inflation. Um, I think the economy is going to go pretty down because companies will not be able to afford to hire new people. The people most affected by this are going to be new, new graduates, um, people who do not have a college or high school degree, um, and you know, people with disabilities. Uh, um, we probably need some sort of stimulus or at least some curbing of gas prices uh, in order to actually protect the American economy right now. My overall outlook on the job market and the economy in the next 12 months is mildly pessimistic. Um, we've got some not so good signs, but as, at least as far as inflation is concerned, we don't. Markets are all over the place right now. Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. But overall, it's not great. Prices are rising or have risen. And um, aside from select areas, like for instance, the computer graphics market, which has been choking on GPUs because of the mining deluge, um, that's a different story entirely. But overall, um, things are not looking great. And I am somewhat pessimistic and it's unfortunate, but I mean, if I graduate in such an environment, I graduate in such an environment. Um, I've had now older peers who have done the same, and well, life finds a way. Okay, now let's hear from our older constituents, our Gen Xers and Boomers. So hopefully the economy will um, improve, but I think it might be the same as it is now. Um, the job market, I think, will increase. More people are being are retiring since COVID, coming out of the workforce, um, working for themselves, or just enjoying retirement. Um, overall, the economy, I do hope it will improve. Fingers crossed, but I wouldn't be surprised if it stays the same as it is now. I think my outlook on the job market and the overall economy has been the same. It's unpredictable. Uh, after coming back from uh, briefly not working due to the pandemic, uh, we came back to my company not knowing what to expect, and we were busier than ever. It's been our busiest couple of years uh, over the past decade, really. Um, and it was quite a big surprise. I know not every business or industry is doing well, but ours definitely is. And uh, I just hope to have more continued success uh, for the years to come. And I wish everyone luck and hope that the economy turns around and uh, everyone uh, just does well and can take care of themselves and their families. So let's break it down. For Gen Z and millennials, there are two primary concerns that repeatedly surfaced. The first, they are very concerned that employers will have economic headwinds because of the increased interest rates and gas prices, 
which will cause companies to lay people off. The second reason is these economic headwinds will result in job opportunities drying up. This is especially concerning for those who are recent grads or entering the workforce for the first time, as they are likely carrying a large amount of debt. Now let's shift the focus to our older generation, Gen X and boomers. Since COVID, most people are working for themselves or just retiring. This is a really interesting point. Their point of view, Gen X and boomers, is that there actually are, is a large amount of people that are still exiting the workforce in favor of working for themselves or just simply calling it a day. This is creating a vacuum or void by which opportunity is now prevalent for Gen X and, and boomers. The second is companies are busier than they've ever been coming out of COVID, which will continue to drive their need, the company's need, to hire. And the third is that public sector jobs, like teaching, will continue to be in demand despite economic headwinds. Our sample also included 85 employers. These are individuals who are either operators or responsible for staffing in their firm. Now, if you're an employer, I'm really interested in how your take is on, on what insights surfaced for us. And I'm also sure that you have heard the recent Fed chair, Jerome Powell, in his quote in his interview, and I'll just quote it right now. You have two job vacancies, essentially, for every one person actively seeking a job. I'm going to repeat that. There are two job vacancies, essentially, for every person actively seeking a job. And that has led to a real imbalance in wage negotiation, end quote. The imbalance of jobs to available employees, and that's what we're talking about, that relationship, has led to the most competitive job market I've seen in my 25-year career. However, the ever-increasing employee expectations are simply not sustainable for companies that need to achieve profit. And it used to be the case that all companies needed to focus on profit. Even one of our best performing companies, Netflix, is struggling to be compliant with their DE&I mandates that are specifically coming in from the LGBTQ employees. In January of 2022, the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group excluded Netflix from their corporate equality index. And I quote, the human rights campaign suspended the streaming giant CEI score for 2022 in connection with the company's handling of the Dave Chappelle's 2021 special called The Closer. Now, prior to being removed from the Corporate Equality Index, the CEI, Netflix scored a perfect 100. If you've not heard, and probably many of you haven't, The Closer was a 2021 stand-up comedy special performed by Dave Chappelle for Netflix. This was, I believe, the third installment, or maybe it was the fourth installment. It included, according to Wikipedia, jokes about the discrimination against African-American community relative to the discrimination against the LGBTQ community. The special received a mixed reception from critics while some LGBTQ groups called for the special's removal from the service and some Netflix employees criticized and protested Chappelle's jokes about the transgender community. Netflix's CEO, Ted Sarandos, repeatedly defended the special as freedom of artistic expression. End quote. People be surprised. I have friends, all kinds of letters. Everybody loves me and I love everybody. I got friends who are L's, I got friends who are B's, and I got friends who are G's. But the T's hate my fucking guts. 
I don't blame them. It's not their fault, it's mine. I can't stop telling jokes about these things. I don't want to write these jokes, but I just can't stop. If you have followed Netflix hiring ads and public statements, they have literally done everything perfectly in support of the LGBTQ community, at least from my perspective, up to this point. However, some of their employees and leaders in the LGBTQ community took a very different stance than Netflix on this specific issue, which had huge market impact on employee retention, and you can argue the global company's performance. This employee first market pressure, as I'm calling it, is requiring companies to spend as much or more time and treasure on employee experience as they do on customer experience. Examples that we all see every day are decreased number of days worked from a five to a four day work week, less real-time availability of key staff, and overall less accessibility and accountability at the staffing level. However, there is a job correction that may be happening. And our job data shows that employers believe a slowdown in the job market will have some positive outcomes, primarily centered around their ability to meet the demands of their employees. And that's going to happen in four specific areas. Employers will have less availability to demand benefits, working additions, etc. There will be a stabilization with salaries. There will be less or even no sign-on bonuses. I know, terrifying, but that's how the world worked up to five years ago. And finally, less employee turnover as employees will prioritize stability over potential benefits. So let's hear from one of our employer participants. Over the next 12 months, I believe we will go in some sort of a recession. I think the job market will dramatically change and employees won't have the same ability to call the shots as they currently do. I think salaries can stabilize and don't always have to be on the increase. And I think that it'll be healthier for employers. Some of the struggles we're currently faced with large sign-on bonuses and struggling to meet the demands of a new employee will dissipate. And I also hope that some of the turnover will also dissipate as employees become a bit more concerned about the recession and decide not to change jobs based on uncertainty. In conclusion, today, every brand is catering to you, to me, trying to get our attention collectively and trying to make us feel important. This applies equally if you are a potential customer or a potential employee. For those that have not had or experienced a competitive job market, the thought of a more balanced power base between employers and employees is quite literally a scary proposition. However, good news, older generations have a positive outlook on both the economy and the job market. I believe this is because they've lived through hard times and the current picture of quote unquote hard times is still better than the last 30 years. <laughs> so how about you? What do you think? I'm really interested in your point of view. If you do have one, I would love you to express it on social or just DM me directly and we can start an engaged conversation about the topic. In the next installment, we will be addressing the last two questions. What game plan do generations have if they are laid off? And what advice would members of different generations give to survive a layoff? If you would like to learn more about this research or about how you can use HubUX to shorten timelines and save money, you can find me on any social platform or email me directly at jamin at hubux.com. Happy researching and have a great rest of your week.